In a world where connectivity is at our fingertips, we find ourselves at crossroads. The social media makes us more connected or isolated. Hello and welcome ladies and gentlemen. This is Marim Yassin and this is the first episode of the Talk Tangle Debate Podcast. Where ideas collide and perspectives unfold. Our debate program aims to explore the polarity of social issues, how our activity and practices affect our society, and for today, we will be exploring the impact of social media. Does it truly connect us or does it isolate us? Aya Tariq and Nada Abu Zaid will dissect this issue from every angle. Without further ado, let the debate begin. Nada, do you think social media connect us or isolate us? I think social media helps us stay connected. Why? It maintains our connection and knowledge on various levels. On a personal level, it keeps us informed on the updates on the lives of family and friends. On the local level, it ensures that our voice is heard by the authority, as well as keeping us informed on the latest news and decisions. And even on the global level, it keeps us informed about what's going on the world as well as offering various perspectives on different issues. Aya, do you think social media connect us or isolate us? I believe social media isolates us. Why? Well, first of all, social media is not a mirror of real life. Nobody tweets their late night cries or posts their failed tests. Social media is a utopia where everyone is perfect and successful leading people to think they're the only ones with problems or the only ones facing failures, let alone the fact that algorithms only show you content similar to the content you like or interact with, leading to the creation of an echo chamber that unites people with similar opinions and isolates them from people with different opinions. Nada, do you think algorithms and social media build communities or create echo chambers? I believe social media helps us build communities with similar beliefs, ideas and values as ours. It doesn't expose us to a constant stream of created and filtered images and messages, but rather allows us to choose what we want to see and what we want to follow. It simply caters to our demands. What about you, Aya? Do you think social media builds communities or create echo chambers? As I mentioned, I think it creates echo chambers. Just like Nada mentioned, algorithms show us what we want to see and who we want to follow, but not what we need to see or who we have to listen to. Social media has the potential to connect us with diverse individuals of various backgrounds, yes, but it keeps us in a closed echo chamber with people similar to us, where our beliefs and opinions are constantly validated without actually testing the validity of them against other perspectives. Nada, in what ways can social media impact the dynamics of our interpersonal relationships? I think social media fosters increased communication and interconnectivity. Actually, there was a study published by Stanford University in 2020 that found using meta platforms to have helped people feel closer and happier in their offline relationships. In addition to another study conducted by Pew Research Center in 2022 that found that social media users are more likely than the non-users to have close friends, to trust others, and to be civically engaged. And the study conducted by Instagram in 2022 found that the majority of users post authentic and unedited content and use the platform to connect with the real-life friends and family. What about you, Aya? What do you think? I will answer your question, but first I have to say something. I believe not as sources are either basing their argument on a severe special condition, like a pandemic, or biased, like using Instagram as a reference. Concerning your question, I think social media negatively impacts our interpersonal relationships. 
On a subconscious level, it puts one's realistic relationship with their partner in a comparison with a perfect yet false version of a relationship found on social media platforms. In fact, a study was published in Computer and Human Behavior in 2014 found that people who do not use social media are 11% happier in their marriages than people who regularly use social media. And in a more recent study conducted in 2021, researchers found that using social media poses challenges for individuals in a romantic relationship due to reduced time and attention for relationship partners. I apologize, but this is a result of misuse. Can you elaborate? Gladly. If one spends an excessive amount of time using social media that it affects their personal relationship with their partner, then social media is not to blame, but rather the user. Aya, what do you think of that? Well, I believe it negatively affects relationships, whether the user spends longer time in social media or not. It raises conflicts and creates higher standards. Nada, do you think that social media can contribute to both feeling isolated and connected simultaneously? I believe that it will only result in isolation if it is misused. If someone trades their social life to virtual life, they are bound to feel isolated and lonely. But if it is used correctly and how it was meant to be used, then it would only result in feeling connected. Aya, can both feelings coexist? Yes, I believe so. I suppose social media offers a level of conditional belonging and connectivity. It creates an illusion of connection, but it does not replace the quality and depth of face-to-face interactions. It also exposes us to unrealistic expectations, comparisons, and judgments. If you post this meme, you get reacts. If you post this picture, you get likes, resulting in false validation and self-esteem. But deep down, we all know that once the likes stop or the reach is down, you are bound to feel lonely and isolated. Nada, can social media serve as a bridge between different cultures and communities, or does it contribute to cultural isolation? It's a known fact that social media has been revolutionized the way we communicate and connect. Not only does it allow us to maintain our long-distance relationship, be it friends, family, or romantic connections, but also it allows us to meet new people with similar interests. It has breached the bridge between different cultures. Aya, what do you think about that? Well, I have to agree with Nada on this one. Social media did breach the bridge between cultures, but along with the constant access to anyone, anywhere, and the ability to create a false identity, cyberbullying, hate speech, and racism thrived in the age of social media. And because of the echo chambers, or the community building, if that's what we want to call it, it became easier to gang up on minorities. Social media connected us all, yes, but without constant surveillance and maintenance, life would become a high school playground where the mean popular girls pick on the foreign new freshmen. Nada, how does the quantity of online connections compare to the quality of real-world relationships? I believe that the number of online connections is a good reasonable reflection of our existing social ties. According to a study conducted by Facebook in 2023, the average user has 150 friends on the platform, which is consistent with Dunbar number, the theoretical limit of how many stable social relationships a person can maintain. Aya, do you agree? Not the slightest. I believe social media does not reflect and reinforce our existing social ties, but rather weakens and undermines them. According to a study by a professor at the University of Michigan, Ethan Cross, in 2021, social media users are more likely than non-users to experience lower levels of life satisfaction, happiness, and self-esteem. Nada, how do you think social media influence individuals' mental health and well-being regarding feelings of isolation or connection? Social media has been a lifeline for many during the pandemic, connecting people who would otherwise be isolated. Moreover, it allows marginalized voices to be heard, creating communities of support that might not exist offline. 
And let's not forget that social media helps people with disabilities lead a somewhat normal social life without being constrained by their disabilities. I think we cannot turn a blind eye to the growing body of evidence that points to the negative psychological effects of social media. Studies show a correlation between increased social media use and mental health issues, such as anxiety and depression. The very nature of these platforms with their focus on likes and followers can lead to a constant seeking of validation, making users feel more and more isolated. Nada, how do you assess Aya's argument? While she packed up her argument with evidence and sense, she was very biased and couldn't open her head to other possibilities. I don't believe this is true. I just couldn't ignore the serious negative effects of social media on our mental health. I don't deny the positive aspects, but are they really worth the cost they come with? What about you, Aya? How do you assess Nada's argument? As much as it was backed with scientific evidence, but the source of said evidence was biased. Backing your argument about social media by a study conducted by a social media platform, it can be really tricky. It imposes a conflict of interests, turning the statement unreliable. I don't think so. The evidence backing my arguments was from various diverse sources, and they all backed up the truth. Truth is a complex concept, but in Talk Tangle we believe that it's a subjective one, in which there is no right or wrong. As we wrap up our episode about the impact of social media and whether it does connect us or isolate us, we found that it's a mixed bag. It bridges the gap for some and builds walls for others. And the last say is, as always for you, thank you for joining us on this journey. Stay safe, stay engaged, and keep the conversation flowing. Until next time.